Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Loyal. And uh, this week's guest is somebody that you know pretty well. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. He's referring to me. That would be that would be you. Well, do you know what a podcast is? First question. Uh, absolutely not. I've heard about them, but uh, I've never actually done one, so this is a treat. Yeah. Uh, Walt is April's husband. Hi, husband. He is also uh, one of our office people for Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape, and uh, he has uh, been a photographer for Shore Shooters for a number of years now. Yeah. So that's why we thought it would be a good idea to get Walt on here. First of all, I think he has a fan club out there. So people, oh, are, yeah. people are definitely a fan of Walt. Also, Walt does not do social media or any of that. So his fan club runs really deep. They're like hardcore. And they're always wanting to see and hear from him. So he's... I don't know if I'm buying this. <laughs> so, but the truth is, is that Walt is the prime example of coming on board. We, we talk a lot about shore shooters and mountain escape on this podcast and how beneficial it is to building community. But we usually talk about people who are already photographers who are like trying to fill the gaps in, in their own schedule, trying to, you know, go full time as a photographer. So they're leaving their day jobs. But Walt is a really unique situation where he never saw this coming. Like this was being a photographer was never on his radar. Um, and you know, us dating for three years and then getting married, we've been together for like 10 years now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like forever. Like Almost coming up on 11 years. <laughs> um, during that, somewhere along those lines, and I'll let him tell this story because he'll do a better job of it, but somewhere along those lines, he came on board with us. And that's really unique because he definitely wasn't a photographer. So I figured we would ask him some questions about that today. Yeah, get a, get a perspective from somebody who uh, started as a photographer not knowing very much exactly. about photography. Very much. Like... How to turn a camera on. Other than being married to a photographer. <laughs> okay. So, and Ron, feel free to interject here. This is kind of an I odd will. setup. Sorry that I'm in the middle like this. I feel like this is odd, but um, interject if you have some questions too. But, okay, Walt, so what were you doing before <clears throat> you came on board with Shore Shooters? You can tell us, like, what your degree was and start from there even if you want. Uh, from the very beginning? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, that'll take, I'm almost 53 years old. That's going to take a very long time. Uh, I did what I did after college, I uh, worked with my degree in psychology and uh, skip around to a bunch of other things, traveled about the country, um, ended up uh, moving to Gulf Shores permanently in 98, became a bartender for a while, that was a blast, and, and then I spent close to 10 excruciating years working retail, and of course that's where I met you. Um, and then after that, uh, took some time off until April convinced me that I might actually enjoy uh, working for Shore Shooters. So I gave that a whirl. <laughs> that took quite some. That took a lot of convincing. But so okay. So, and a lot of and a lot of training too, because I'll, I'll tell you, I remember when you were training Walt, and you kept telling me Walt's going to come on as a photographer for Shore Shooters, and the schedule was just packed full turning away work and I kept asking you when can we put Walt on the schedule <laughs> and you just kept telling me he's not ready yet give him a couple more weeks let me let couple me clarify go though I'd go when's Walt going to be on the schedule uh, he's not ready yet not from my standpoint 
I wasn't worried about him being No, late. it wasn't you. It was him. So we need to make that known, too. Walt is a perfectionist for Enneagram lovers. He's an Enneagram one, super by the books, by the rules, very organized. And he wasn't going to just, like, go out there and wing it for sure. That's not even in his vocabulary. So I think the reason you guys are you're, it was true, very true. I think my biggest fear was, um, number one, you hear that it is a mistake uh, to work with family or friends. And I think my fear was just letting anyone down. Um, I'd never done this before. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't want to be a bummer. I didn't want to find out that they gave me a chance and I screwed it up. So that was my, my biggest fear was just letting down the team. Yeah. Also a very one thing for him to say, and Walt doesn't subscribe (laughs) to the Enneagram. He doesn't, he's like, what's that? So Anyway, so what did we do, babe? If I if I were to walk you, if we were to talk about this right now for people, this would be a really good podcast episode for people who are just wanting to start using their camera more. Yeah. Because I feel like Walt, now I'm making Walt sound like he's a, a so-so photographer. He's not. He's one of our best. But I want to make it clear that he was starting from not, when I say not knowing anything, am I saying that correctly? I literally knew nothing outside of uh, what button to push and that was pretty much it he also did not know he was coming on this episode until about five minutes ago (laughs) joy i'm probably gonna let these guys down again no no so he's sitting in here because he lives we record these at my house and we're like hey we want to have you on the podcast five minutes ago and now here he is and he's like what so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna break it down to your training um with me with your wife uh, well, I, I don't think I could have had better training, honestly. Um, you really showed me every everything about the camera. Uh, and at first glance, it was terrifying. The only thing I knew about a camera, like I said, was just what but button to push. But um, utilizing a professional camera and all the ins and outs of that and all the settings and, and whatnot, uh, that was a challenge. But you really made it kind of simple. Um, and it really isn't that difficult, to be honest with you. Um, you know, just a few things you have to know, adjustments you have to make here and there. Um, with regards to posing and everything, that's something you taught me as well. Uh, and watching other photographers, uh, what they were doing and checking out their galleries. Uh, it didn't take as long as I thought it would. Uh, I remember my first session, I was mortified, um, but... After it was over, I had so much fun, and I think my clients did as well, um, that I just wanted more. It was so addicting. Uh, <laughs> you know, once once you got it down and, and knowing how to actually uh, use your camera the way it's supposed to be used, um, it was a blast. I felt so bad for Walt. When talking about that first session, I have to, <coughs> I have to say this. I felt so bad for him because I felt like, kind of like you do when your child or your mom or someone that you love dearly is like put in the awkward position. I went with Walt on his first shoot and he was profusely sweating. I remember it was like, it was hot. It it was hot, but it it was was much. His sweat was like much. And I remember I knew he was capable of doing everything, but I shot over his shoulder without the client knowing. Oh yeah. Just just in case. Without me knowing, I don't recall that. (laughs) I'm telling you now, I'm spilling the beans because I felt so bad. Like he was going to mess up. Yep. 
Yeah. And then, you know, Ron, too, we'd have to explain to Ron, like, oh, we had to give a refund to this client. Nothing turned out. And it, I knew that he was capable, but just in case I shot over his shoulder, which we didn't use any of those photos. We didn't need them. But I did not know that. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. I was just protecting you a little bit. But anyway, so let me, this is what I, this is what I told Walt, and I hope that people listening can take some, something away from this. Um, I told Walt that there are, you know, there are three numbers that control the light that's coming into your camera. People overcomplicate this. It can get complicated if you make it that way. But all you need to know when you go out there, I told him, because we shoot at sunset on the beach, yeah. a good rule of thumb was to set his f-stop and never change it. We start, yeah. we, we did 2.8 for the first several years. I think you that's still your go-to. It, it is. I don't think I've moved out of 2.8. <laughs> Maybe a, a 3.2 every now and again, but uh, 2.8 is my buddy. I just didn't want him to have to think about what these numbers did. And that maybe is some good advice just yet. Like you'll learn that even within a few few weeks or a few sessions, I guess I should say. But so we set his f-stop. We set his ISO at 100. He didn't need, you know, any ISO. And I just told him to control his shutter to make it, you know, literally look in the camera how it should. You know, don't go, none of this over and under exposing, oh, I'm going to shoot it a little darker so I can edit it later. None of that. Literally shoot the image exactly how you want it to look. And he was able to, he was like, oh, you know, that's not complicated. I'll just change my shutter the whole time. And he did that for many, many sessions. Now, at the end of the evening, he might have to add some ISO and he needed to know why to do that. Yeah. That That's when you start, you know, you start progressing. You start, I think, maybe halfway through that season, or I might be getting confused. It might be another season. He was asking me the right questions like, oh, why, when I'm shooting in the shade, you know, under the pier, remember we all went out to the pier, he would say, like, why is the water so blown out? I can't even see it. It's white. And I, and he all of his settings were exactly how I told him to do them. And I said, oh, well, now you need to go up on your f-stop a little bit. Yeah. That's when he started to learn all of that. But that took time. And, and also another thing that happens in our industry, and I guess this happens to all photographers at some point, there's always this like uncle who has a bigger and better camera than you because he's a hobbyist mm-hmm. and he, he can afford it. And they always, you know, they can be intimidating, especially for someone like Walt, who looks like this is going to sound so offensive. Looks like he's been doing this forever. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the, got the, um, you know, the pepper or the salt, excuse me, <clears throat> the yeah. salt yeah. on the beard. Um, and they come up to you and start trying to talk photography to you and you're stumbling around like, barely knowing your equipment and what it does but you're capable of doing the shoot for sure and i told walt i'm like never let that sh- rattle you i think we've all yeah been in a situation like that before and that did happen to you a couple times didn't it? it did uh the first time it happened it's it's amazing and i'm actually pretty good at uh, changing the subject uh on the fly so <laughs> You know, whenever someone asks me a question that, all in the that, beginning. All that psychology stuff. Yeah, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Psychology 101, how to change the subject mm-hmm. when you really need to. Uh, until I really learned uh, the camera inside and out. Yeah, I used to get hit a couple times with questions that I, I, I didn't have an answer to. And then after a shoot, I'd, I'd go home and, and ask April. I'm like, what does it mean when they're asking you this? So, you know, until I learned, it's just uh, deflecting the question and, and, you know, throwing their attention elsewhere. Also, you, you told me the first summer you said when they would say, how long have you been doing this? You'd say, yeah. a while. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, define a while. You know, <laughs> a, a week can be a while. Uh, yeah, that was a question I used to get, how long I'd been doing it. And I'd say, oh, a little while now. <laughs> a little while now. Anyway, so so that's 
that's how you learned, right? I'm, I guess I'm not speaking for you. That settings little thing I just said, is that really? Yeah, I mean, you really kept it uh, simple, and it really isn't at all even remotely challenging. You're just, uh, you know, watching your lighting, and, and um, I used to take a shot and check it, and then if it didn't look the way it should, I would make some adjustments, take the shot again until it was, you know, exactly how I wanted it to look and, and move from there. But it really is just monitoring uh, your lighting when you start off and at the beginning of a shoot uh, you have to be set at such a at such a way and as the sun slowly starts to set is when you start making adjustments now you also do really good with posing you kind of always surprise me there so Walt took it to heart whenever I told him certain things like not you know where to put people's heads when you get these big groups and like how to pose people not in an awkward like I mean, I'm talking about this guy always nails all of the shots, like the perfect distance from the frame, you know, that he frames it so well away from their bodies. So <laughs> the now, right amount of sand and sky above them, it's very, like, So now did he a. learn all of that from you? Or no. This is, that, you so know, where, where did that come from? Honestly, uh, it's not like I'd never touched a camera before. Uh, you know, I, it's, I'd never done it professionally. Uh, it doesn't hurt that I'm extremely almost to a fault organized and rather anal when it comes to certain things even if you look around my office or my car everything has its place uh, I'm so looking around right now everything has its place everything has its place we, we so are in Walt's office I'm very <laughs> particular about you know um, distances and spacing and everything just has to be so uh, so I never really had a problem with that uh, per se Mm -hmm. That was kind of easy for me. Well, let me ask you then, do you think that you struggle and do you struggle in any department? Like, are you, because you are kind of type A, which is not like typical for a creative. It comes in handy because you're so organized and you get things done. I think what took me a little bit of time, uh, particularly I'm not that creative of an individual uh, and working with a number of, you know, professional photographers that are very creative, are very artistic Going through galleries, I'd, I'd see certain uh, poses or certain things that they had done where I was kind of like blown away and kind of envious. So I, I would try new things to see, well, if they can do it, I can do it. So for me to step away from keeping it very simple, very basic, um, and stepping out and trying to be a little bit more creative with my shots, a little bit more creative with my posing, trying to do some silly things that I had seen, uh, you know, going out there and... and taking a risk in essence even explaining to clients like hey look I want to I want to try something and see how it works out uh, was my way of expanding things uh, that I had done because I was kind of getting rather vanilla with uh, my shoots and I didn't want to be that guy uh, that was looking, looking rather rather uh, not very artistic mm-hmm. so now you you talked about you talked about looking at other people's sessions and getting ideas from that. One of the problems I had when I was starting starting out as a photographer is I would get out there and go blank. Do you I still have, have a, that problem? Do, do you did you have a did you come up with a way to remember all of this stuff, or do you just naturally have I think memory um, when it comes to that stuff. For me, yeah, just a memory, honestly, is like you put together, uh, and I'll tell clients when I'm speaking to them on the phone prior to them booking, when they ask me, 
you know, uh, can can we do certain poses? Can we do this and that and the other? And, and I'll always let them know that your photographer's going to show up with a list in their head of things that they're going to do, things that are standard. Um, so all of us really have this set in our head of things that we want to do that we know that clients want, uh, you know, for pictures. Um, but as, as you're getting into it, as the session progresses is when you start you know, being a little bit more creative or, or coming up with ideas on the fly or maybe something you had tried the week before or maybe something you saw in someone else's gallery. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say it really kind of just stuck in my head and every now and again I would try something new on the fly. Just That's, it, it came that's to where me, the so candid stuff it. comes in, right? Like, exactly. I'm not meaning to cut you off, but... No, yeah, you're right, the I rem- candid. I remember telling you, you know, when you were looking at a lot of stuff and saying, oh, I wish I was getting shots like that. I was like, that just happened. No one orchestrated that. So you had to kind of go outside of your nature a little bit and actually shoot when you weren't prepared. Yeah, honestly, um, there's been a number of times when maybe the the family was 20 plus, 25, 30, and we had to book two photographers. Uh, A lot of times it was with you, April, and I would watch what you would do, uh, and I learned from that. Um, So... That's where I kind of developed that quick of, of really when you're engaged in one scene or one uh, picture and you got the kids running around doing something somewhere else, it's almost like your eyes are just spinning and watching everything at once. While you're doing one thing, you're seeing another thing. Sometimes I've, I was in, engaged in a, in a shot where I just stopped and took off and yelled back, I'll be right back, because I saw a candid shot that was so key, so prime, so beautiful happening and if I didn't stop what I was doing then and, and run over and get it, I'd have missed it. I'm still thinking about the fact that you just called me April. You haven't said that since our wedding. Well, I feel like I have to. I was going to text Ron and be like, ask us what it's like to work together and be married. <laughs> um, yes, what, what, is it, what is that like? Honestly, <clears throat> one of the main reasons it took me such a long time to get involved, like I said in the beginning, was I, I didn't want, I didn't think it would work. I didn't think that uh, I could Wait, come in. Marriage or? No, working, working <laughs> with you. Working with you. She's you know, trying like to get say, you in trouble. <laughs> like I said, people say working with family or your wife or your, you know, what have you, not your wife per se, but a spouse, uh, can be challenging. Um, so that was my main fear. But ultimately, and it, it was the best decision I made. I, I have an absolute blast uh, working for you, with you, when we shoot together is a lot of fun. Um, getting your feedback uh, when you look at my session is a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, it's I, I, I yeah I, I'm gonna have to tell anyone out there who's thinking oh I don't really know if I can work with my my husband or my wife. Yeah, you can. Oh yeah. So so April, same question to you. Yeah. Was it like to because for for those of you who don't know the partnership that April and I have with Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape basically. I'm the business person, and April is over the creative mm-hmm. side of things. So, so technically, he's working for your side of the business when he's mm-hmm. a photographer. So, what's it like for you to have your husband as one of the photographers? Yeah, I have to. I have to side with Wall. I really love it. He's he's so reliable and such a good photographer. That makes a huge difference. But I think we. But I think we have the relationship that. In that first couple of weeks, if I would have seen that this wasn't going to be good, like he wasn't going to be good, yeah, he would have 
it, he might have been a little sensitive about it, but he definitely would have been like, thank you for telling me. I'm out. I tried. So yeah. we, we could tell luckily, early on it was going to be Yeah, great. Yeah, luckily you didn't have to be in that situation because we've had some photographers that we've brought on and we've tried for a while and then we've just had to say, sorry, you're not a good fit for this team. Yeah. Luckily, it, Walt wasn't one of those. No, the opposite. He, he was so good and so reliable. I mean, after he'd been on for a while and I was expecting you know, more of him and his uh, skin thickened and everything. And, you know, we're uploading photos late at night in the summer and kind of tired and cranky. There'd be times I'd go through his gallery and be like, if I see everyone's feet in every picture, meaning I wanted him to come closer. You know, there was a phase of time where I was like trying to challenge him and I would kind of get mad and be like, I I better not just see everyone standing around in your next session. So he he probably has it much harder than any other photographer on our team. I would never talk that way to them. Yeah. But now that he's working in the office, I'll, I'll be honest, that I was a little nervous about him coming on board with that because that was out of he was out of my protection. He's kind of working right. for you and All Brittany. Right. And I really um, love it so much because it feels like such a family. And, you know, Brianna is working oh, yeah. with us too. So it really feels like this family effort to make our business thrive and everyone's invested and everyone's, and we, we also know how to not work very well. Like when Walt has, you know, we're in his office right now. This is his domain. This is where he does his work. I don't come in here. Yeah. Um, when he, when he's off of work, we really try hard to, I mean, we're big couch potato movie watchers, yeah. that kind of stuff. We do so not talk about work. Very so you're much. able to separate yes. your personal relationship from work. Yeah, the few times if something has come up where Walt's trying to talk like office jargon and it's really something that I probably don't need to hear or want to hear, I, he just kind of knows. But I will, I will say, on the other hand, I think, because we all work from home mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. So before Walt became part of the office staff, you, since he's been part of the office staff, I kind of feel like you know a little bit more about the clients that we're getting now because you're hearing him oh, on yeah. the phone with clients. I love that. You know, since we've moved to Knoxville, we've been a little more hands-on with Mountain Escape, and that was one of the reasons for moving here. Yeah. And Walt comes to me. We have a morning routine, like everyone, yeah. where he, he has his coffee at the same time as me but in different place, spaces of the house. And about an hour into that, he knows I like the first hour to be really quiet, like, so that I can read or do what I want to do. But he'll ask me, like, hey, do you mind looking at this email? And that's so cool to me because I've been so hands-off with that side of it. So, yeah, to answer your question, I love being involved when I'm needed, not overly involved. Sure, sure. Um, I try to tune out he and Brittany's little Facebook or Mm -hmm. FaceTime chats that they have every day because... It's totally none of my business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard as a business owner to be upstairs kind of hearing them. So back to back to Walt as a photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the, I'm not saying that Walt's not a good photographer, but I think one of the things that makes his clients like him so much, aside from being a good photographer, is also the personality. So Walt, how, what, what do you think... How much of it is good quality pictures and how much of it is personality? And and let me, before you go on a tangent about your really great customer service, tease that and hold some of it back because I know Ron has another episode planned strictly with customer service with you and Brittany. So I know that you have a lot of little tricks up your sleeve and I know that Walt is the, I think he's the most tipped photographer on our team. Probably so. 
Is there a few things you can let out and then say stay tuned for our customer service? <clears throat> well, we'll we'll get into the we'll get into the office type customer service in a future episode, but with what I'm talking about is customer service as a photographer. Take the office part out of it. Customer service in the field. Yes. Um, is a little bit but not too far different from in the office. I I think uh, with regards to the question you asked initially, Ron, it's a 50-50, and I've always said that. I agree. Um, of course, the pictures are everything, uh, honestly. I mean, that's what you're there to do. Uh, however, the experience, I've always felt, is just as important uh, for the for the client. Um, they're spending X amount of dollars, and it's not just, you know, to go out there and have pictures taken. they it's an experience. They're on vacation. They want to have a good time. It's supposed to be fun. It really is. Right. And uh, I think the more fun you make it, you know, getting everyone involved, and I'm talking everyone from the husband or dad or whomever that just kind of doesn't want to necessarily be there, is make them want to be there. Well, you, t- you told me one time that uh, you said one of the greatest compliments that you can get after a shoot is for one of the guys to come up to you and say that wasn't so bad yeah I, I i remember the first time i got that and then since then you know you get it every now and again and it's always fun to hear it from yeah uh, if you can get one of the guys to say that right. was fun that then was you know you that wasn't as job. bad as i thought it yeah. was going to be it wasn't as painful as i thought it was going to be um I think one of the best I ever got was, you know, we've done this before, and you by far are the best photographer we've ever had. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And this is coming from And this was uh, before the, they the dad or the, the husband. Pictures. Yeah, before mm-hmm. the pictures were even seen. Um, so that's a massive compliment. And, and this, that's something that April and I talk about all the time, because over the years, we've had so-so photographers that had really great personalities and we would never get a complaint about everybody every customer would love well, that on photographer on the flip side of that we have some incredibly we, we talented have had, photographers we have had we have had some great photographers that clients didn't like just because they didn't have a personality yeah. so so for all of you out there who are photographers remember it's it's about a 50-50 uh, if it you, really is. If you, it doesn't matter how good you are with the camera, if you don't have a personality, people there are going to be people who are not going to like you. But well, practical tips. So when people hear this, it, some people are really literal, and it might not be so simple. So I know that you're good at reading people and knowing like how to make small talk, like talk with the right person. Like once you told me that you either search out the matriarch or patriarch and have like, and give them a compliment. You pretty much, um, the second you see a family arrive or the second, you know, you meet the family, um, give a quick, uh, scan and, and you can tell who's going to be, uh, the fun one, who's going to be the challenge, uh, who doesn't want to be there. And it's usually, um, the one that looks like it's going to be a challenge or the one that really doesn't want to, would rather be doing anything else than that, that's the one I go after. That's the one I look for because if you can get that person on board, if you can get that person having a good time, then smooth everything, sailing. Yeah, everything yeah. is smooth sailing after that. If you can get the, the boy who would rather be fishing or the dad who'd rather be having a beer watching a sunset, 
uh, involved and laughing and having a good time and then getting a smile on mom's face. Uh, that is that's what like it's all about. It, it and, is, and yeah, and huge. if you can if you can do that, you've taken a lot of stress off of mom or whoever. The stress is the completely session, gone. And she's gonna have a lot better time. So that's how the tips are rolling in. That well, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah. That's for any of you out there that you know might be like, oh, I'm not really doing so well in the tip department. You have to ask yourself, are your people having a good time? And, and that's really what it's all about. Maybe it goes back to the years I spent bartending and heaven forbid the years I spent working retail. Those are two businesses that really require uh, a positive attitude, a smile on your face, a you know, can-do kind of a guy, and making sure that your, your customers are having fun. That's really what it's all about. It's, it's like sales in a way. Um, you're, you're out there selling yourself and you're out there selling the company and a big part of that is just having a good time. So now I guess going back to the thing of the two of you being married, I know we have a very unique business situation, but there are a lot of photographers out there who may have a spouse who could help them with the administrative side of things. Yeah. Give us some advice on couples who do want to work together. Uh, and that either one of you can talk to me about that. Um, I man, it's a no-brainer, honestly. Um, if uh, you know you're shooting for us and your your husband or wife uh, peaks an interest, get him involved or get her involved because number one, uh, the financial rewards are huge. That's that's a massive perk. But it's just it's a lot of fun working together in a job like this where you can actually feed off each other's energy and, and kind of, you know, just help each other out. And once you get going, you're going to wonder why you ever waited in the first place. So, so I guess, uh, so I guess the last thing I'm going to ask you is, um, cause the whole purpose of having you on this podcast was to get the perspective from somebody who basically went into photography without knowing a whole lot about it. And, so, as April mentioned earlier, you might want to listen up if you're somebody who has a camera, thinking about going into photography. Uh, what would you What would you say that that person needs to learn? Where, what area do they need to focus on if they want to take it from just playing around with the camera to actually making money at it? Uh, join our team, number one. <laughs> without, <laughs> there you go. Without question. Move, move to the beach or the Smoky Mountains and yeah, become I mean, a shore shooters or mountain escape photographer. Absolutely, without a doubt. What you guys have put together is is amazing. Uh, it's such a great company to work for. Uh, it might sound biased, but uh, even if I was a newbie who didn't even know you guys um, and, and got a taste of it, I'd be hungry for more. It's definitely... It's definitely worth doing. Um, is it as fun as bartending? You know, it's funny uh, you ask that question because year one or after the first season, which I really didn't work that, that much the first season. I was just kind of training and getting my feet wet. But the second year, I remember telling Ron, I said, you know, um, I used to think that bartending was the most fun uh, I'd ever had uh, working. But... Uh, this has just trumped it. Oh my goodness! That is that's, a, a hey, that's a, that's a great compliment for us. We've given this yeah. 
We've, that's the best feedback. Okay, our, I'm going to wrap up with our little, like I did with Ron last week, where I'm going to do random questions to Walt. I so, can't wait to hear this. <laughs> and we have to hurry because the animals are coming in here. The, all, of, all of the family uh, animals are taking over. I know you guys have been hearing our cat meow, and if you know Walt at all, you probably know that our cat only, is. she's obsessed with him. And okay. he's in here talking, so that's why she's... That's that's why she so, wanted to be in here. I hope you so. guys could hear that. Okay, Walt, favorite place you've ever been? I think I know what his answer is going to be to this. I have no idea, and I'm his wife. Scotland. Oh, I okay. knew it. I knew it. I, I knew he was going to say Scotland. Lately, you've been Bali dreaming again, and so you like I it. have. It's funny, because uh, when you first asked me that question, Bali was the first thing that popped into my mind but i rethought it and uh without question scotland Scotland. yes absolutely okay um let's see favorite animal favorite (laughs) just because you know i have two of of your animals are in here so i have no definitive uh answer on that i happen to be a lover of all god's creatures he is he's a big fan of the animals okay that that one didn't count hold on let me let me go back um this is gonna be the hardest question for you so i don't expect you to give me one because i know what kind of movie buff you are can you give me top three movies um yeah number one uh jaws number two um wow that's (laughs) that's so hard isn't it uh probably um probably the the first star wars and then number three was there three you can have three. Do? Sure. three. Sweet. Uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Okay. I'm not shocked by any of those. I think I think you could just keep going and going and going. Uh, very well. But then you, you, you're a big fan of like scores of movies. And then also you get into this thing where you're like, sometimes I'll say, the book was great, the soundtrack was great, and the movie was great. So if I say those three things, what's the number what? Uh, one? Book, num- movie, and uh, soundtrack together. Like uh, Into the Wild. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Beach. Okay. No, no. Uh, I would have said The Beach prior to End of the Wild coming out, but okay. uh, Into the Wild. Read it. Such watch a good, it, listen to the Such soundtrack. a good movie. The book was amazing. I read the book first, then the movie came out, and the soundtrack's amazing. Sean Penn just knocked it clear out of the park. Okay. Um, I wasn't say favorite place you've ever lived, but you live a lot of places. I won't, I won't do that. Um... Last one, same thing I asked Ron last week. What are you most looking forward to in 2021? I honestly, this is going to sound kind of expected and cheesy, is uh, I'm looking forward to things not only getting back to normal, but getting better. It's been a tight last year, and I think this year things are just going to really turn around and... uh, I just want that joy back. I want everyone just happy and healthy and having a good time because that's what life is really all about. We're all feeling that. And there's like an excitement a, in the air. I think. That's a great way to wrap up this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can look forward to a little bit more. <laughs> this was our, our videographer had this great idea. And I think he's going to try it out pretty soon to do little um, playlists on our YouTube channel with Wisdom from Walt. And it'll be very interesting. So tune in it's for that. Be, I can't wait for this. This is going to be so much fun. Wisdom with Walt. You guys are doomed. Soon. 
All right, husband, thank you for being on the podcast. Don't ever call me April again. That was weird. No, I probably never will do that. But uh, I appreciate you guys asking me. It was kind of fun. I look forward to uh, more down the road. I, I want to add one thing. You said uh, earlier when I asked you about uh, how to get started in photography, and you said join our team. If you're not in one of the areas where we do business, come to one of our retreats. Absolutely, yeah. Which we'll be telling you more about those. Uh, on mightsoundwild.co and also on there, don't forget to go download April's free preset. Yep, get on there, do it. You told us a little bit about that uh, last week. It's just, it's a basic preset, not right, right. anything trendy, fancy, anything like that. It's, it's simple. Yeah, so. just to keep. If you're if you're a fan of keeping your photos natural, that's what this is designed to do. Is to not manipulate anything. Just keep it very, very natural but the best version of that. And it is absolutely free. Just go to mightsoundwild.co and download that free preset. All right, guys. Thank you. See you next week.